0: FFM Productions presents Two Wild Orchids. Not your mother's podcast. (laughs) I'm Sean Lane. And I'm Lauren. And we are the Two Wild Orchids. And I didn't steal your line this time. You (laughs) did not. You're welcome. sister. (laughs) This is the place to come for sex and fun. We are a sex comedy podcast where nothing is off limits.
1: Absolutely. Bring everything to the table. We'll talk about it.
0: Right. We are going to be doing sex toy reviews. This is our first show for you or who are listening. This show is coming out August 8th, and we've got lots of shows that we've already recorded. You'll see in our lineup here, but August 8th, the show comes out because August 10th... We'll be presenting at FetCon. We are presenting at FetCon. Which is Fetish Convention in St. Petersburg. Yes, yeah, it's like a Comic-Con for fetish. Yep. Yeah. Yes.
1: For kink, for fun, for
0: fetish. So if you are going to FETCON 2019, come and say hello. We'll be wandering around all four days, but that first Saturday is you're going to do your first speaking engagement.
1: Yeah, so Lauren is petrified on stage, so don't laugh at me when you see me. <laughs> Just give me a thumbs up or something.
0: I'm going to laugh a yeah. lot because it's funny. and
1: a good time laughing at me, which is
0: fine. Join her. Well, okay, so I have never been scared to speak on stage.
1: Whereas I have been petrified to speak on stage because... To me it's terrifying and I think to a lot of other people it's terrifying too. But for well, you think, it's just completely natural.
0: Right. But I think sex is terrifying for a lot of people.
1: Yes, which is why we're, we're doing, doing this show. Yeah.
0: Because if you go to our website, some of the things that we write about on there is we want to praise the penis.
1: Okay, wait, hold on. Our website is ww.twoworldorchids.com. God, she sounds so
0: superior right now. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, we've got to tell them <laughs> where to go. They're not mind readers. <laughs> okay, fine. All right, go to our website. She already gave you the web address, twowildorchids.com. You can spell two any way you want. You're still gonna get there. Um, but sex can be weird and sex can be scary. And it's on our website. We want to praise penises and glorify vaginas. Yeah. And we want sex to be not shameful. And we want it to be fun. If you're not laughing. When you're having sex, there's something not or, right. Uh, yeah, <laughs>
1: or about sex or conversations about sex. It should be fun.
0: It should be fun.
1: Yeah. and, and it, it shouldn't be something that you feel shame about or that you don't want to talk about. And if it is, that's what we're here for.
0: I have been in an open relationship of some sort my entire life, basically. I mean, my, my husband and I have been married almost 20 years, and we've always had some type of non-monogamous element of our okay. relationship. And so what I learned about that is that for a lot of people – It is a scary topic.
1: It is a scary topic. I mean, I was married and now I'm currently divorced. And my husband and I did not talk about sex. At all? At all. That's so funny because you like to talk about sex. Yes.
0: Okay. It's probably a good reason why we're (laughs) no longer married. That is probably a good reason. So, but what I learned is I lived in Oklahoma. And in Oklahoma, it's a very conservative state. It's the middle of the Bible Belt. And I felt such shame being a lifestyler, knowing that inherently I was non-monogamous and I didn't want anybody to find out. And I think people send off, a, a, you know, like gaydar and swingdar. I think <laughs> swingdar is like, you know, radar for swingers. Swingdar is a thing. Okay. <laughs> right. You know, and like gaydar, you know, gay men and women can spot other gay men and women. And so I think there's an energy that you put off. And so I always had that energy. And in Oklahoma, it was hard because I didn't want anyone to know. I didn't want to be judged. And I wasn't monogamous. And my husband was okay with that.
1: Yeah, your husband was okay with it. So you had a safe space there not to be monogamous.
0: Yes, yes. Which is great. Which is great.
1: But you were surrounded by what felt like a very judgmental environment.
0: Yes, and I think a lot of people feel that way.
1: Yeah, exactly. So that's why we want to kind of take that away. That or, stigma away. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: Because here's the thing. it's And again, if you go to our website, everybody's doing it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's having sex, whether and you want to think it. about it or not. You know, you got to get naked. Something's going to go in somewhere. There's wetness. There's
0: Hardness. funny noises. Oh, there are funny noises. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so. Do you remember the first time you were having sex and you queefed? Oh, and you're like, oh, my God, did I just fart? Out of my vagina? That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> and he heard it. Trust me, he heard it. <laughs> And then it begs the question, does it smell? Okay. <laughs> I never thought about that, actually. That was my first question, because farts smell, do queefs smell? And then I got all stupid in my head about vaginas for a long time. Uh, I didn't even think about whether they smell. I was just like, they're noisy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, I'd rather have a silent but violent one versus a loud. <laughs> but, but, so, the, the point is, sex is weird. And it, it can be fun and funny and and
0: it, passionate and exciting yeah. and violent, not in a bad way. I don't mean violent in a negative connotation. I mean, hard impact play, like we're going to Fetcon. That's kind of a staple. Yeah, I mean,
1: bondage, all of that kind of stuff is, is a
0: harder sex space. Yeah. And then it can be then, sensual and mm, soft and really, really beautiful and romantic.
1: I mean, when we talk about sex, we're talking about everything around sex, the foreplay,
0: the yes. sexting,
1: not the actual physical act. I mean, that obviously comes into play at some stage. Right. But everything around sex.
0: Yes. And the idea that foreplay isn't just for people who are in the same room.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: I mean, there's something really hot about, I remember like first kisses. I think that's why I'm not monogamous because first kisses are fun. This first there's first kisses. Yeah, there's
1: that energy that there's that fizzle.
0: That fizzle, fizzle is a great word for yeah. it, right? Maybe sizzle. Fizzles fizzle, like fizzle. fizzle out. Well, it's like those can,
1: those rock pops that you put in your mouth. Yeah, that there's, go boom. Like, yeah,
0: like the pop rocks. Yeah. Pop rocks, yeah. And so she's having this South African moment. <laughs> it's okay, but don't put pop rocks in your mouth, big sister here. Oh, and then put a penis in your mouth at the same time. They don't like shit. No. Well, listen, actually,
1: no, that shit. Listen, you know that's not fair. Some okay. may.
0: Right. I have been told it feels like sandpaper. Yeah. And Altoids burns. FYI. Now, some people swear by the Altoids, but I just... I'm, what the hell is an Altoid? It's a tin. And it's got like little oh, mints those in little it. Oh,
1: there's little white mints. Yeah. Like polo mints. It's
0: okay. For everybody else, it's like polo mints. Yeah. So you put one in your mouth and that and it burns, apparently.
1: Yeah. Seems reasonable.
0: <laughs> Never heard about that. But the point is, is that we want you to feel safe here. Yes. Because what's been really lovely, and, I, and then for the people who are listening who were part of my original tribe when I was doing a lot of Facebook lives. You guys have been amazing. I came on Facebook live and said, this is what I'm doing. And the feedback has been overwhelmingly overwhelmingly positive. positive. And that's why we've already got letters coming in. Mm. But we want you to know that we get it. If you live in a state where I did, for example, where it wasn't safe to be sexually adventurous in public or out loud, this is what we're here for. Because We did a show on choking the other day, and we learned that... There's a specific way to do it. Yeah, so we did it on the show. Yeah. Tune into that one. That's funny. (laughs) Yeah, because we
1: didn't know everything about it, so we did some research behind it and went, oh... It's oh, you don't just grab the front of you the website and the front, yeah. <laughs> Oh, you don't just want to look like you're trying to kill somebody. <laughs> yeah. There's a there's a there's a the there's technique and <laughs> the technique. And and the point is we laughed about it because we were doing it to each other. Yes. And that's what the whole idea of this is. If you and your partner want to try something new, I mean the first step is always pretty much to laugh at yourself
0: about it. Right, exactly. And what's really great about our world, not just in this podcast, but there's a lot of really fun podcasts out there. And to listen to those podcasts, to try those things, to see the memes and go, hey, I'm thinking about a diaper and a TR tonight. Are you up for that? <laughs> I'll, I'll play. <laughs> You're wearing the diaper. <laughs> you probably should have asked better questions. <laughs> so we want you to know that we're here for you. We want to do fun things with you. So we want this to be interactive. And as one of our interactive things, did you want to tell them about Quickies?
1: Oh, okay. So we started kind of small snippets, for want of a better word. It's not a long podcast. It's kind of a 20-minute. Let's talk about something. So what we're thinking at the moment is reviewing sex toys, but it can also be talking about whatever hot stories you had. If you just had like most sensational date night, or if you, you had, had an orgy, and yeah,
0: you or, or no had one to talk orgy. to about it,
1: <laughs> or you like you got home dressed in a furry costume and you know your husband or wife just absolutely jumped you, but you hadn't, you know, any story. So I've heard furries are not about sex. I've be, also heard furries are not clear. about, well, I've heard they can be and they cannot be.
0: Yeah, I think the the, old parad- to do it the paradigm it. of the furries, so we don't offend the furries who are listening, is that... Listen, the likelihood is we're going to offend some people, and we're not doing it intentionally. That is 100% true. I guarantee you I'm going to offend someone. Yeah, I'm, likewise. Okay, so as long as you know that, yeah. if you get offended, <laughs> and listen, it's your fault. yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, tell us. <laughs> Don't tell us. We'll just laugh, probably. You know, if
1: you actually, if we offend you and it's really big. Yeah. And, and we have honestly said something that
0: you feel you need to say something about. Like, we've called a prostitute a hooker. So here's the thing. Have you ever seen the TV show? And I can't even believe I'm about to say this. Crazy Ex-Girlfriend? Yes. Okay. So first of all, if, if you haven't seen it, watch it. Do it's, yourself a favor. It's hilarious. It's the most ridiculous, irreverent, bullshit show on the, <laughs> on the planet. But you're, you're going to enjoy it. But what I love about it is they don't have any boundaries. They make racial jokes, they make sex jokes, they make fun of everyone, which makes it okay. Yes. And yeah, that's there's kind no of, bias here. That's kind of where I'm at. I'm gonna yeah. make fun of everybody. Yeah. Right. One time I stood, um, I stood up in front of my company and I said, Okay, here's the deal. Half my family's black, um, my mother's Jewish, and my accountant is Asian. So basically you can offend me if you want to on any level. Oh, and my kid's gay. Okay. <laughs> So yeah, what do you got? So what you got? Okay. So you have to just be easily not offended by things yeah. to listen to us because we're going to make some jokes. Let's talk about your mom. Okay.
1: <laughs> my wonderful mother who found out by Facebook that I was doing a sex podcast. Is having a moment? Well, yeah, I think she's probably having a bit of a moment, which is fair because, you know, I didn't say it to her. I just kind of posted on my Facebook page. Hey, by the way, BDSM's fun. <laughs> and she was like, wait, what's a podcast? <laughs> like it's kind of a pre-recorded radio show and she's like oh so it has nothing to do with bdsm and bondage i'm like no that one specifically does <laughs> and you said fuck yeah and i said fuck or holy fuck or and for you guys i believe, listened, it, was, so, I believe so, it was jesus fuck. there you go jesus mm-hmm. fuck so without missing a beat my mom responds nothing to do with the sex podcasts. nothing to do with the topic she goes too much swearing <laughs> So that's what you took from that. I think that's commonly called deflection. Yeah. She threw that
0: red ball and (laughs) hope you chase it.
1: (laughs) Okay. I'm feeling a bit weird that you're doing
0: sex podcasts. So both of my parents are gone, but even if they were alive, I'm a second generation lifestyler. I mean, my mom and dad were swingers. My dad's an atheist. My mom's super religious.
1: Wow. That is an
0: interesting home life.
1: Oh, yeah. They went through three priests before they could find one that would marry them.
0: Because your dad's an atheist. Yep. Wow. I didn't know that about you. It explains a lot. (laughs) So let's see we've decided sex is weird we've told you nothing's off limits we've encouraged you to go to our website and one of the things we want to encourage you to do is to be yourself
1: absolutely i mean like like we are i mean we're here we're talking
0: Neither Stupid one of things. us look like rock stars today.
1: No, we're basically in our pajamas. To <laughs> yes, <everybody knows. laughs> we are in our pajamas doing this <laughs> because we're comfortable and we want to be comfortable, and we want you guys to. We be want comfortable you to be comfortable. Yes,
0: absolutely. All right, so let's talk about some fun sex stuff then, because they're here to talk about it. They want to hear about it. I think we should talk about it. Okay. Okay. Go. So one of the things that we got in mail was somebody wrote in and was saying that he loved oral. He, oral sex oral sex he loved to give it oh he loved to give it as, oh, in, to give it as he, opposed to receiving right. and one time he gave it so long he gave it for four hours
1: oh my god he must have had such a stiff mouth he said the next day his tongue was numb <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine?
0: that seems fair i mean if your tongue is numb it's that's a problem okay so here's the thing sex is one of those things nobody gives you lessons for
1: yeah no you just kind of literally are finding your way in the dark
0: or with the lights on
1: Oh yeah, but I mean, stubbing your toe, (laughs) bumping into things,
0: making queefing sounds. Yeah, you know, know, there's there's no manual for this. Guys, we're all doing the same thing, making the same mistakes. Exactly right. So when I think about oral sex, I got to tell you, sometimes that's the only thing that's kept me married. I'm serious because your you, husband's good with his my tongue? husband is so good with his tongue. It's like, <laughs> all right, fine. You're fucking up here, 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 but there's that. <laughs> okay. Uh. okay. Yeah. You, uh, yeah. We're going to make it another year because <laughs> I just don't know if I can replace that because four hours <laughs> out there and he's not stiff, but it's not. Yeah, exactly. He's not stiff. The question then is when you look at where you learn that stuff, I think most men learn how to lick pussy by watching porn. Yeah. Which is the wrong way. Let me just yeah. tell you Nobody what. Nobody wants the tornado down there. Trust me. No, that little the washing thing. machine tornado. Yeah. yeah, no. That thing you no. do with your tongue where you're, you and, think it's hot and, and you, flip you back just, and forth, like, It's yeah, not good. You're watching porn and she's like, ah, ah. It's that's not going to happen. Yeah, totally <laughs> okay. not going to happen. <laughs> but the interesting thing about
1: women. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Carry on. No, you go ahead. Well, I was just thinking, you're right. That's where they learn to do it. Or where it's perceived to learn to do it, but where you actually learn how to do it is in the bedroom asking the person you're going down on.
0: Yes. Like, how um, are you enjoying this? Right. And ladies, one of the challenges that we have is, we, it takes us 20 minutes from start of foreplay before we get there. Before we get to where he is in a nanosecond. Exactly. Women, I think, in, as a whole, and you tell me if this is true of you and your culture in South Africa, but in the, but American women, I know, we are we're loud and we can be brash, we can be abrasive but we still have that inherent um, childhood raising of not necessarily asking for what we want or putting other people's needs first. Guests always have to be taken care of first. Mm. Mom sits down last, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And so I think that transfers in the bedroom and not asking for what you want.
1: Yeah, I agree with that.
0: I mean, is that true in your culture?
1: Yeah. And I suppose we call it, well, if you say you have to have manners and manners to me has always been, you put somebody else's needs before yours.
0: Wow. Okay, I don't operate on that principle. So either A, I don't have any manners. Let me process this.
1: <laughs> so if you are sitting down at the dining room table before your guests, it basically means you have no manners.
0: Wow. Okay. So I disagree with that. You know I do <laughs> yeah. on so many oh, no, I know you do. I'm just saying you asked about culture. That's yeah. the culture I grew up in. So let's let's cross apply that to sex because I think I think that's true of a lot of people. It took me a long time to get selfish. I used to be an angry, selfless person. So it took me a lot of years to get selfish and get comfortable with that. But when we're thinking about oral sex for example and I have been guilty of this they'll either fake an orgasm yep or they'll Hands say up. or they'll say yeah exactly or they'll say oh that's good uh, come back up here cuz yeah. you're like just it's, it's stop like,
1: you just like you know what you're not doing it right but I don't know how to tell you to do it right but that also plays into understanding your own body as well so I yes. mean, if we want to backtrack a little bit okay. and play there good you need to understand how your body works in order to tell
0: somebody else how your body works. I can't remember, I was reading something. When you do a sex podcast, you can have images up on your computer when your family comes home <laughs> oh and God. nobody thinks anything's weird. They've got to have grown children. <laughs> well, yeah, well, my housekeeper thought it was a bit weird when we are
1: designing the podcast cover. Oh yeah, I bet she did. <laughs> I'm like, I'm Googling vulvas
0: and labia. <laughs> and she walks past and she's like, what does this woman do for a living? Jason will come in and I'll have all of these images up because I was looking for things for the website. But I digress. The point is, is that when you start doing research in this, and I think we would not be doing a good service if we didn't do our share of research. Absolutely. Right you find that people who are in the sex industry have very different views. So this woman wrote about six. Yes. And I can't, I'm trying as I'm stalling, right. You hear me? Cause she's a porn star. I can't remember her name, but what she said was she had been doing porn for like, I don't know, 10 years or something before she figured out that she did not pee out of her clitoris. Okay. You don't pee out of that. Right. But she didn't know that. That goes to your statement about knowing your body. Knowing your body, yeah. And so I think if you've never sat in front of a mirror, men yeah. and women alike, and spread your legs and take a really good yeah. look at what's down there, you're doing yourself a disservice.
1: Yeah, because also what happens is you worry if you're with, say, you're with a new partner. Mm-hmm. Does my clit look like what his old girlfriend's clit looks like? Yes. Is it too big? Is it, is it too, too big? Too is it too small? Yes. So, like, just go ahead, get on down there, have a mirror, have some fun. Yeah, figure out what you like.
0: Finger out what you like? Finger
1: out, <laughs> finger out what you like.
0: <laughs> so I didn't have my first masturbation orgasm until I was like 19 years old.
1: Oh, wow. Okay, I think I was 16.
0: Okay, I, I didn't even know what it was. I was like, how do you... Uh, oh. <laughs> yeah, like, Ooh. yeah, I didn't I didn't know any better. And so that's that goes back to one of those things that nobody teaches you how to have great sex.
1: No, nobody does.
0: No. Hmm. And... My ex-husband, i married, the first guy to ever have sex with. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what was I thinking? <laughs> He's a great guy. Don't get me wrong. But what the fuck was
1: I thinking? I don't know. I always have this saying, and you always laugh at me when I say it, test drive the car before you buy it.
0: Yes. Yes. So if you are over 18, as you should be before you listen to our podcast, test drive the car before you buy it. I mean, because sexual compatibility is important. Agreed.
1: It's not the only element of a relationship, but it is one of the fundamentals. I think it's the
0: glue. If you're building a gingerbread house, you know, the icing, the that icing. holds all the walls together. Yeah. That's like marriage. If you're not having sex, that's like sex in marriage. You're saying the glue that, that, is sex in
1: marriage. Yeah.
0: Didn't I say that? You said that's like marriage. Oh, oh sorry. That's the glue. Yeah. So I think sex is the glue in relationships, period, because sometimes life sucks and sometimes somebody's parent dies and sometimes somebody else is getting a divorce or your friend is having problems or you lose your job or you have a kid, whatever. All of those things make up the walls of this gingerbread house. Yeah. But where you have to kind of really tie in is what makes your relationship different than the relationship you have, let's say, with your best friend. And that element of sex That element of sex is there.
1: But that element of sex comes with elements of communication as well. Right. So they
0: all kind of can formulate the glue, so to speak. Right. And so with us being consensually non-monogamous our entire marriage… There's a lot of communication that we did because you had to. You had to. Exactly. Because you had to. Exactly. You were forced to do it because if you didn't, it wasn't going to work. No, we called it swinger years. There was a big thing with a group I used to, I say group, we didn't have a bunch of group sex, but we did. But <laughs> No orgies? What do you? <laughs> well, we did have them, but they're not nearly. Okay, the swinging lifestyle is not what people think. <laughs> Let me just be, be clear. Okay? It's just like sex is not like porn. Yeah, sex is not like porn. The same way that, that swinging lifestyle is not like an orgy. You go to a lifestyle party and... It's like a regular party, except girls are dressed sexier okay. 90% of the time. In my mind, everybody's thinking the movie Eyes Wide Shut. I don't know what movie you're talking about. <laughs> well, I've never seen it, so the tell me the scene.
1: Stanley Kubrick movie, all of the men are standing around just in black capes, and the women come in, and they're held by another man, and they're completely naked,
0: Okay, that is not any, no, I can guarantee you that never happened to me. Okay. okay. <laughs> I went to a lot of parties. Okay. That's no. like the first thing that came to mind. No, so let's be clear. Eyes wide chat. I'm like, oh okay, Nicole Kidman's got a great party, but this is a weird party. Yeah, no, that's not no. Typically, typically lifestyle parties look exactly like other parties. There'll be people standing around drinking, some people are dancing, the girls are dressed sexier. There is more of girl-girl dancing together and more of that play. Okay. Because the lifestyle is very, very bisexual for women-friendly. It's less bisexual for men-friendly, but it is more bisexual for women-friendly. I think that's true of, of life. life actually. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think you're right. So anyway, We can discuss. Yeah, at some other stage, time. But, yeah. but the point is is that when you're consensually non-monogamous, people will ask you, people who are not, how could you do that? Like That's a question I get all the time. How could you do that? Okay, and how can you call sex the glue of your marriage if you're having sex with, with other people? Because you're openly talking about sex. Right. It's because how many, people are, it. Yeah, how many people are having sex with other people that their spouse doesn't know about?
1: Yeah. Or how many people are just not having sex with each other?
0: Yes. So uh, we have some acquaintances, let me say that, where the only sex they've had, at least according to him, who is the only person who is talking, is to create the two children they have. Oh, the ABCs. What are the ABCs?
1: <laughs> so when you get into kind of a stale routine, I call it the ABCs. Anniversary, birthday,
0: Christmas. Oh, my God. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Three times a year, your sex. The ABCs. I think everyone should do the whole alphabet, forwards and backwards. Yeah, agreed. And stop a, on the letters you like.
1: Yeah. A to Z. Work your way through. If you want to go
0: back to C, flip on over to F, whatever it is. Just go through them all first. Right. Okay. So I want to pause for a second because I want to go back to oral sex for a second. Okay. Because I'm going to tie it into your ABCs. I have heard... And I will tell you that I tried this when I first figured out that I liked girls on any level to do the ABCs with your tongue. Oh, that is a good way spell to, out the to spell out the alphabet with your tongue. That's a good way to figure Oh, she likes R. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So before you take your oral sex training from the porn, from the porn <laughs> sites, just, you know, you already know your ABCs start there. Yeah, there we go. I mean, That's it's an it's easy a, tool. It's an easy tool to start with yeah. if you don't know what you're doing down there. And here's the deal. Like when I figured out I liked girls, I was really glad he was good at it because I had like straight A training, man. I got, I got, I went, I went to, you know, A, how do I do A, this?
1: A, A, A. Like, 25.
0: Right. I mean, I, well, how do you know to do this? Like I was, I had questions and I didn't know I liked girls to like three years ago, four years ago, maybe. So I had no, what do the hell you do down there? You, yeah. I yeah. don't, I don't, I barely know what to do with mine sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but what he said was, is you have to enjoy it.
1: Yeah, you have to want to be down there.
0: You don't want to do it out of obligation. Right. And the same thing is true, I think, when you're when you're going down on a guy.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: And and there's so many women who are like, I don't like to give blowjobs. I don't like to give blowjobs. Really?
1: Yep. How come? Much or get stiff. So what I'm hearing is you need practice. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm hearing.
0: If you're but I'm not arguing with you.
1: No, but you know why? Also because I've had and we can talk about this because I think it's kind of it comes into the element of shame sometimes or not being able to talk about sex is that I've had a guy go soft in my mouth. Oh,
0: so then okay. I suddenly think, Oh my God, I'm bad at this. So then I just stop. I can totally see why you feel what, look at you being vulnerable. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I need to have a moment with my little ballerina here. <laughs> Nicely done. High five on that one. Okay. Yeah. So that would make me uncomfortable. Yeah. too. So at that moment you go, okay,
1: well, I don't know what to do, but the only thing I do know is that what I'm doing is not good. So it doesn't feel good.
0: That's interesting because it probably had nothing to do with you.
1: And what I should have done is probably
0: start talking or, yeah. hey, everything okay. Yeah. Or like, it, should we, do you want to do something else? Right. You know, and it's interesting because I'm very confident. It's it, it, This is really fascinating because I'm really confident in my oral skills because I had a guy one time ask me if I was from this planet. Because I was that good at it. So the point of it is, that it's, but that's really an interesting space, isn't it? Because two women who are lovely to look at, really great personalities yeah. really fun to be with really sexual have very differing views of what they're good at by based on somebody else's, else's experience experience yeah. so the way I see it he probably thought about something because he was trying not to come too fast and it and went south he thought about dead puppies on the side of the road <laughs> like
1: Margaret that you naked on a cold day Margaret right.
0: but why would you want to think that did you want him to come in your mouth yes well he probably thought that more was going to happen oh maybe and so if you had, you already had sex? No. Okay. Ah, ding, ding, ding. There you go. Rockstar. I hope we just fixed that for you. He was hoping to have sex. <laughs> you so talking about that day or sex? That moment. We mm-hmm.
1: hadn't already had sex at that moment. That's We'd my had point. sex before.
0: Wait, okay. Let's back up.
1: Back before, as in,
0: it wasn't. A different so, day. Yes. a different day. It wasn't going to be our first sexual experience together. But that's my point is that it sounds like, at least to me. And by the way, if you're listening, feel free to write in and comment on this because <laughs> yeah. this is a great topic. <laughs> Not even planned here. Okay. So. When they don't want to come too fast, they think about dumb shit like math equations or dead puppies on the side of the road or Margaret Thatcher naked. It's fine. I don't disagree with that. But if he was doing that because he didn't want to come too fast, then when he got soft, it's like he overachieved it.
1: Okay. Well, well done. You overachieved. <laughs> you just scarred her for life. <laughs> you scarred me for life. <laughs> now that, that dick am getting anyone near
0: my mouth. <laughs> that, that was the last blowjob you ever gave him. Yep.
1: I'm mean, like, I'm not going back there. I know what happens.
0: About how old, how, how, how old were you? Two years ago. Okay.
1: So you're like, fuck you. Yeah, I'm like, I'm 33 years old and I don't know how to give a good
0: blowjob. And I'm done giving blowjobs. Oh my God. <laughs> you're welcome, men everywhere. We've saved you. <laughs> We've saved Lauren from this. De- that is him. Because oh. I'll bet you, you were getting him so close because you were so good at it. Okay, well. And so he's like, fuck, I'm not going to get to fuck her. And so then he thought about dead puppies. And now you're really not going to get to fuck her.
1: Okay, guys, please don't think about dead puppies. I'm just saying, <laughs> if you're going to
0: come too soon, open your mouth and say so. Yeah, tap me on the shoulder when yeah. I'm down there or something. Slow yeah, me down. Tap out. Yeah, like, oh, wait, you know, slow down, this yeah. Thing. Yeah. Don't just think about Margaret Thatcher naked. Please <laughs> don't. <laughs> <laughs> So, but it's interesting because now I have all this confidence. I might suck at it. I might be the worst blowjob giver on the planet. No pun intended. Okay. <laughs> I might suck at it. Yeah. That should go on a t-shirt. I might suck at it. I might suck at it. <laughs> but oh, I can think of all these t-shirts now. <laughs> but I, because he said to me, are you from this planet? In my mind, you I was a like, I, association with I'm those. a fucking I'm, rock star yeah, I, here. I, I've got this shit. <laughs> right. And liking it or not was developed in that moment. For me, really, because the fact is, he said I was good at it and you really like things you're good at. Doesn't matter. Yeah, you
1: want to do things you're good at. Yeah.
0: It's like when I think about people, you know, like you're in sales, they don't don't want to make cold calls. That's because you're bad at it because you don't do it often enough. In my mind, he told me I was a rock star. I'm like, let's do this. Let's do this. <laughs> Come in. How many of these can I do? <laughs> That's one of my job I'm getting tired. I think that we are lucky in the sense that we have been very specific about how we want our sex life to go.
1: I mean, I haven't been very specific about how I want my sex life to go.
0: Well, you
1: it's just kind of meandered along this pathway. Which, really? Yeah. Hasn't been, I mean, it's been wonderful and eye-opening, but I never really had a plan. never went, okay, I'm going to turn 18 and have sex with this first guy and then kiss a chick and then shag yeah. a couple. And, you know, there were no milestones.
0: There was, there was no handbook. Yeah. We should was. write a handbook.
1: <laughs> but the thing is, I don't know if you can actually write a handbook. I think you have to treat sex as kind of, it's going to be an experience.
0: Do I want to have that experience? So it's, men and women view it very differently. And they can say they don't, but we we do because biologically we do. So men have um, a bigger head of dopamine when they have sex. Okay. Okay, your dopamine is that, chem- it's that same feeling you get when somebody likes your post. It's the same little <laughs> chemical hit, okay? It just is. And they get a bigger head of dopamine than we do. Okay. But we get a bigger hit of oxytocin. And oxytocin is our love chemical. It's why we're stupid and fall in love after a one-night stand. Stop that shit. Yes, it's the same stuff we release when we have a baby. And our shit lasts for two weeks, and their oxytocin lasts for two fucking days. Okay, <laughs> okay so it's like after two days, like, hey, you want to? Because you know he wants that dopamine hit you wanna again. You want to go get married? And you're like, yeah, let's get married. Where's this relationship hey, going? Hey,
1: I totally did that. We got married after dating
0: for three weeks. My parents got married after dating for seven days.
1: Come on, there you go.
0: Yeah, they were married forty-one years. Okay, well, I, I was married five, so. <laughs> so. <laughs> dopamine oxytocin we're not talking to each other at all. <laughs> at all but it's important to remember that that's part of that too is when you get in that space in your relationship like the couple who does the abcs right mm. the reason they don't want to have sex is because they're not having sex if they had more sex they'd want to have more sex
1: yeah and maybe the reason they're not having sex is because like it's just become boring now it is just under obligation so like you're saying it's like i have to do this because i'm married to you now Right. But
0: I don't know how to spice it. And my first marriage. And
1: that's what we're here for. I like, yeah,
0: well, again, that's what we're here for. to help you spice it up to help give you other ideas about it that maybe maybe you listen to this with your, your partner. Or you just send this to your partner and they yeah. listen to it. Or they listen to it together and go, Yeah, oh, okay. blowjob. What a great yeah. conversation opener, right? Because let's say she doesn't go down on him that much. Let's mm-hmm. just play with that. This is a great time to listen to this podcast and go, how do you feel about giving blowjobs? jobs? Yeah. And like, do you want to try it out? See what happens? Yeah. I think you're great at it. And she's probably going, I don't think I'm good at it. And he's going, I think you're great at it. Let me show you how great I think you are. (laughs) Right. Like, yeah. And that adds an element. And I think that's what non-monogamy does. You know, me in that space. Okay. I tried it with somebody else. Came back to you. Yep. Still like you best. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) You know, things we want you to know is we are not perfect. No, I have a marriage counselor because I think it's important to have one and I'm divorced. So clearly we are not, we're not sex therapists, not sex (laughs) therapists, but you know, I'll tell you my, um, my aunt is a psychiatrist and I know my mother's history and my aunt grew up in that same household. And somebody once told me, you know, the people who, who study those things are the nuttier than like therapists are the nuttiest. Therapists have to go to therapists, right? Therapists have to go to therapists. And, um, I'll tell you what, by God, it's true. (laughs) (laughs)
1: what are you saying it the nutty you are the better
0: (laughs) i'm saying that we've all got our own set of kooky and crazy and we're all trying to or i think the bulk of the world is trying to fit in like i did for an oklahoma for so long yeah you try to fit into
1: a box that society's drawn and sometimes you don't have to
0: yeah and i you know shelly said best my friend shelly she said i don't even see that there is a box well there you go but she does she sees a it, box in this realm. Yeah, she's in another realm. She sees in other realms. She's a brilliant inventor. She doesn't see a box, but in this realm, she has a very clearly defined box. Yeah. Which maybe. everyone will learn about on the choking episode. <laughs> 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 Thanks, Shelly. Thanks, Shelly. We appreciate you being our test subject. <laughs> What's your scariest sex story? Like the scariest thing that ever happened to you in sex? It's not scary. like not like a trauma. Yeah. But no. like like in terms of like when were you be like the most freaked out, embarrassed or whatever?
1: I think probably
0: the blowjob story. Yeah, I would say that's true. I'm trying to think when I was. Because then it's like
1: you know, once he went soft, it was like ah, uh, now it doesn't continue. Right. So like, so, so, so what did is you now do? Just suddenly off the table. So what did you do? When- I, I was like, uh, okay, um, you know, are you okay? And he's like, yeah, no, no I'm fine. You, you know, this has never happened to me before. And I'm like, okay, cool, that's totally fine.
0: Why don't we just make a cup of tea? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm changing the
0: subject entirely now. Why don't we do a cup of, a shot of tequila is probably a better option there. it. You me British earlier. You know what solves every problem? Tea. <laughs> That's funny. So I was thinking, what was my, you know what it was? Somebody once told me that I was frigid. But people have told me I'm frigid before, but it, I don't take it into the sexual realm. Well, I, it was in the sexual realm. Oh, He's like, "You don't want to have sex with me because you're frigid." It's like shagging an ice pick. Well, and I was like, "I don't want to have sex with you because I don't want to have sex with you."
1: Yeah, so it doesn't really have anything to do with me. I just don't want to have sex with you. Right,
0: but I took it personally. It was in okay. my twenties, I took it personally. I was like, "I don't think I'm," fr-. and then and then and then I'm here. You go. And then now, of course, you're frigid. No, now I'm on a mission <laughs> to prove I'm not, <laughs> not frigid. <laughs> Which <Was> she- <laughs> the overachiever in me is going. I will show you how not frigid I am. <laughs> And sometimes it backfires, by the way. Yeah, we divorced anyway. And you, exactly. <laughs> you become even more frigid. <laughs> because I was like, you think I'm frigid? Let me show you how not frigid I am. <laughs> but not with you. <laughs> so. yeah. okay. Anyway. I think that everybody has their stuff. Everybody's got their sexual shame, whether it was from trauma, whether it was from later, whether it was from somebody saying you're frigid or their dick goes soft in your mouth. Or like I was really nervous about girls because I had convinced myself. She didn't like girls. I had convinced. Okay. I had convinced myself for 40 plus years. I did not like girls. Why? My mother was bi. Okay. And my mother was kookier than shit. (laughs) And And moms out there, moms out there, kooky moms. We love you. We love you, kooky moms. My mom was batshit crazy, and when my mother decided that she was going to, my dad had been, um, my dad had been, uh, had had a stroke, and so he was sexually unfunctioning, and so she decided to get a girlfriend. Okay. Which I was like, okay. But I don't need details. It's still my mom. Yeah. Okay. No, I, just, okay. I, do not I get that I'm a grown-up, but I still don't want mom yeah. sex details. And she didn't have boundaries. And so I knew too much. Oh, great. So you and got the, the details. The worst was when she came home with a hickey on her cheek. That's what I said. How do you get a hickey Wait, on, on your, your cheek? cheek? Like, did you just miss my lips? I'm like, or my neck. How did you get one right here on your cheek? And I was like, How did you get And she's like, We well, like here's you what did she did says hospital. to me. I did. Hey. I, you know what? <laughs> That was my fault. How did you get a hickey your cheek? Your, she's gonna on you. You're right, you're right. you know what? In retrospect, I should have kept my damn mouth shut. <laughs> it's there. I, I ain't saying shit about it. <laughs> I've learned better lessons now to be more quiet, but back then anyway, so I still I said that to her. And here's what she says to me. She likes it rough. And I, went, I know too much. I know too much. <laughs> no, I'm going, how is cheek hickeys rough? I guess she bit her some shit. I don't know. The point is, it's things I shouldn't know. And so why did I decide I didn't like women? Because that was my example of girl-girl play. Cheek hickies. Cheek hickeys. I was like, peace out, Girl Scout. I'm good. <laughs> Well, and and then, you know, I'm to give you a cheek kick later and see what happens. Yeah, thanks so much. <laughs> we'll show up to FedCon, have a cheek kick. Yeah, Say, see, there's hey, what happens. Hey, at least everybody will know it's us. <laughs> that woman walking around that, with a kick? That's, that's our defining two mark. Two odd orchids right there, guys. <laughs> but, you know, the other part of it, I think, that freaks me out about women, and this I noticed when I entered into the lifestyle, is there's a lot of girl-girl play. And so I would, my, my a friend of mine in there, we would say we were both quote unquote straight. At least I thought I was. And we would tell people, Oh, I can't kiss you. My girlfriend would be pissed because we didn't want to play with the girls, yeah. but it's because as a woman, when you grow up, you know what happens down in your junk. Yeah. Okay? It's like, oh, don't, don't, don't <laughs> like, don't go there. Yeah, don't, don't look at there, it. Don't, don't talk yeah. to it. Yeah. And, but as, as you get older, I think you get more comfortable with yourself. But though when you're in your whatever, but girls right. today, yeah. I'm surprised at how many young girls are really embracing all of their sexuality.
1: Yeah, me too. And I'm I'm happy that it's happening. But it's happening in sort of a stranger way for me because I think it's happening behind closed doors, i.e. Facebook, Instagram, that kind of thing, mm-hmm. versus
0: actually having a conversation about it. I think you're right. Because in this day, with the kids today sending a naked pic snapchat was designed for naked pictures i mean mean, seriously like
1: yeah you're sending a naked picture so you're happy to kind of be naked but maybe not really am i making sense when i say that
0: i think you're saying that maybe they feel pressured maybe guys will send dick pictures okay let's be oh my god dick pics don't send them don't
1: send dick pics I got one this morning. It did not go down well. No, she
0: did. You did get a random (laughs) dick pic this morning.
1: I'm like, what the fuck do you want me to do with that?
0: This isn't somebody you've been talking to. No. This isn't somebody you're having a sexual relationship with. And I know this to be true. Yeah. And then, boom, we got a dick pic this morning. And then he got angry that I didn't want to play. So here's the deal, guys. (laughs) Cocks can be beautiful. They really can when they're attached to a beautiful person. But when they're just by themselves as the solo act on a screen, it's not hot. I mean it's just it's just and it's a surprised dick Yeah it's like it's like I rape I rape. I open you just rape my eyes Ugh. See, you bugged my eyes. Okay. <laughs> think about it. Ah, I Yeah. I, well, know I, I was going to open that. Yeah. Right now no. I can't
1: unsee it. And now I can't unsee it. Exactly. So I can't even respond to your message being like, what the fuck are you doing? Because when I open the message, <laughs> There's your I fucking see back. it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. No. I mean, unless you're in a relationship, mm-hmm. your girlfriend likes them. She starts asking you to send when you're at work. You guys are sexting. Exactly. We'll get into But like, if you have not been asked for a dick pic, do Don't not send, send a dick
0: pic. Don't do it. Nope. So I have a friend who was very proud of the fact. She's like, nobody sends me dick pics. And then someone did. Oh,
1: look at that was, universe.
0: <laughs> she was like, so now she says only one guy has ever so sent no, Now it's going to be two. No, right. it's, it's like the, only two guys. There'll be five. And, and here's, okay, so let's be clear on a few things about dick pics. If you're going to send them, your cock should be hard. And clean. And trimmed. Yeah.
1: Landscape, landscape, landscape whatever landscape. you want to call it. Yes. Like, don't I'm not just going bush diving in a photograph
0: yeah that's gross when I got a random dick pic okay took a picture from like he's standing there he drops his underwear okay so he's standing up and this now I'm seeing the picture from my from the perspective of he has looked down at his junk and just taking the photo and just taking a photo of which, a flaccid penis and balls. of a flaccid penis and balls and the potatoes are bigger than the sausage why would you do that that's what I did I was like what is this and holding this coffee cup it was morning that's right there's a coffee cup as well I remember thinking okay guys listen, don't do it and if you do do it I mean explain to us why you do it because I'm intrigued actually actually that's a great you know what you're right right into the well, well, two well other yeah. site explain to us the logic because there's a reason you do it yeah there's a reason you do it and there's a reason we don't like it so, so if we
1: can open up that dialogue we're maybe, happy to have yeah. it <laughs> I mean, maybe we don't understand it yeah exactly that's what I'm asking why do you guys do it because I don't understand why you do it and it automatically freaks me out I drop mic I
0: walk away when people are non-dating sites there's a lot of that online dating thing, and there's a lot of dick pics that get sent that are not even ask solicited. For.
1: It's the same thing. You do not turn around to a woman and ask if she's pregnant. Unless you see that baby crowning, the assumption <laughs> is she's not pregnant. Same goes for dick pics. Do not send them unless you have been asked
0: for one. Well, so here's what happened to me I met a guy on a dating site. This has been, I can't even tell you how long ago.
1: I've never been on a dating site.
0: Oh, it's, uh, it is an interesting study in human behavior. God,
1: I should not have told her that.
0: You're right. <laughs> she's going on it now <laughs> yeah, no. because there, it's an interesting no, no, study. She's get me it is an interesting study on human behavior. So anyway, he and I, he's a nice enough guy. He's a professional guy. He's got, he's carried on a logical conversation. He hasn't sent me any dick pics. So I'm checked having all a, the boxes, so checked far. all the boxes. And then he's made some comment about uh, masturbation and I got uncomfortable. Like he was going to go masturbate and I got uncomfortable and I didn't know what to say. And so I said something like sounds fun or something equally what I consider to be innocuous. Jason has since told me that was not innocuous. I would have said the same thing. Okay. That's not innocuous in guy language is what I learned because that was an invitation. Oh, I was like, really?
1: Oh I no, was that t- was me just kind of dismissing it, going, I don't want to talk about this. That was me dismissing it. Yeah, okay. Sounds so fun. Every, Go do that by yourself. Don't so tell me about
0: every it. Every single time from that point on, he would text me, we would do fine. And then he would make reference to it and I would stop texting, figuring he would get the message. He did not. Months of this. <laughs> well, maybe not months, let's say a month. Because by the time by the end so of the, weeks, by, the yeah. by the end of the month. Good few weeks. Okay. I by the good few weeks, I so finally said, look, here's the deal. And I sent him a text message and said, Some people just don't know how to behave. And I'm going to assume that you don't. But let me ask you a question. And men, this is where I'm talking to you. Ladies, this is where I'm talking to you. Would you say that to me if we were sitting across the table across the table me. from each other? Or if we had met in a restaurant in a normal situation, would you feel compelled to talk to me about your masturbation practices?
1: I mean, if the answer was yes, then he, he knows it. That-
0: he did the best thing he could have done. What is- I got a response that fast. And oh, my God, I am so sorry. We had so much fun. And I have fucked this up. And I just I- took it. A- too I took it too far. I took it too quickly. I don't know what I was thinking. I'm so very sorry. I understand that. He didn't even ask for a date at that point he, he, because he'd been trying. And he said, I understand how badly I fucked this up because what we had going on was really a lot of fun. And, and I responded to him. Back. That's the best thing you could have said.
1: Yeah. And that just goes back to communication and exactly. what we're
0: trying to do. And I went on a podcast. date with him later on. What? I did. He was lovely. We had a lovely time together. Did you talk about masturbation over the dinner table? No, <laughs> as a matter of fact, we didn't. As a matter of fact, the only thing that got brought up was... um. His apology again. Okay, fair enough. And I said, "We're good, as far as I'm concerned." You apologize. Apologized, then, I've accepted it. We're, we're, we can move on down yeah. the road. Yeah. But it was one of those occasions where, had he said anything else other than that, I was peace right. out, girl. Yeah. yeah. I was like, dude, you just have to know this is just not okay. There's real people on the other end of a dating site and a text message. There's somebody else there. Yeah,
1: receiving what you're putting out.
0: Yeah. So dick pics are not, unless you're going to have to show us the logic on why they're a good idea.
1: Yeah, that that's what I want to know. Just give me the logic why you think they're a good idea. Because we don't.
0: I have never been compelled to open up my legs and take a picture of my vulva.
1: No, I mean I had to Google what a vulva looks like <laughs> to design.
0: The logo. So trust me, like pictures of that are not being sent out all over the internet. Well, they're being sent out, but but I but guys like to receive them. That's the other thing. Do you,
1: okay, that's I, okay. So maybe that's more of a conversation because I don't want to receive a dick pic. I also don't want to send out a vulva pic. No, me neither. So both of those for me are off the table.
0: Right. So I don't. Well, I don't think anything's off the table. All right. If, if you're if you're yeah. in a situation where it's like you and that lover, and you've gotten in that space where it's so hot, I don't think you should ever say off the table. But it's not no, going to be right. random. okay? Yeah, no, it's not going to be random. I'm, I'm not going to go like, to my wake, and go, ooh, John looks too. good today. Let me send him back. Yeah, and that's yeah. not going to happen. And it, by the way, shouldn't in my mind happen, but we are open to why you think it's a good idea. Yeah. All right. So as we get out of here, I think today we'll just keep it a short podcast. Our other ones are pretty long, but this will give people an opportunity to kind of get a feel for us to chat and head over to the website. Yeah. Send us some questions. Open some. Send us some. Do not send us dick pics. Okay.
1: <laughs> Please do not send us dick pics. Or I'll tell you what. No, no, no. I'll play. If You're sending us a dick pic. You're going to have to give us a good reason why you did it. And, and it's got to be a really
0: good reason, guys. And if it's that good, ooh, I got it. We'll open up a page on our website.
1: Yeah. Our random dick pics. R- a, d- a dick random dick pics. Random dick pics. And this is the reason why they sent it.
0: I'm totally in on that. If you send us a dick pic, you have been warned. Yes, that <laughs> it might go public. Oh, it's guaranteed to go public. <laughs> <laughs> there was I read something one time. Somebody sent someone a dick pic. And she posted the entire dialogue when she was like, why did you send me that? And he kept sending pictures and all this. And she screenshot that shit and posted it on Facebook. Yeah, consider that done then. Yeah, that's how I feel about it. Okay. Dick pics public. Dick pics public. Because <laughs> <laughs> what is it? We, we, we talked about this. What is it when a guy sends a dick pic without, without solicitation? Unsolicited dick pic. No, we called them classless asshole. Uh, you suck. Exactly. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Don't be a classless asshole, please. All right. As we get out of here today, with the exception of dick pics, <laughs> if you are going to do anything once, do it twice. And if you're going to do it twice, take fucking photos. But not of dicks. Well, yeah. Well, if you're going to, they're going to go public. Exactly. We want you to continue to come back and see us so we you can stay tuned in. And stay tuned on.